Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Happy you found your way here. If it's your first time, we hope that you're going to hang around and enjoy some of our amazing episodes in the past. I promise you they will not disappoint. If you are a repeat listener, I just want to thank you for a minute for coming back to the show. We do our best to continue to try and find ways to educate you about the real estate investing and lending space as much as as much as possible realistically to put you in a position to have success whether that's with us by yourself or whatever form helps you or makes sense for you um, my name is alex mcfadden one of the hosts here at the yvr remote show and believe it or not we're already 86 episodes deep over two plus years of uh of a show and incredibly incredibly thankful for all the amazing listeners that we've had to date and will continue to be. So if you are one of those listeners, whether it's your first or last time, I will ask one quick favor of you and that's to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify, whatever's easiest for you. A five-star review goes a long way for us working on evenings and weekends to bring you this entertainment and education. And if you have any other feedback that you'd like to direct to us, find us on Instagram at the YVR Remo Show or at Thrive Mortgage Co. Today's episode, we talked, Dean Lawton and I talked a little bit about why you need to be considering refinancing right now. The reason we brought this up, the reason we had this conversation, a short and sweet one, albeit, was because in the last few weeks, we've had so many inquiries and it's a lot of the same types of questions. So we figured, hey, if a lot of people are asking this question, then you might have it as well. Um, if this resonates with you, if you have more questions about it, or if you want to find out more about us working together, just go to thrivemortgage.ca. Click, contact us, and reach out. We'll be happy to help you guys out. Hope you enjoy the episode today, and we'll see you around the bend. What's up, guys? You are listening to the YBR Remo Show, where we talk all things Vancouver real estate and mortgages, take boring topics, and make them interesting. Make sure to stay tuned to listen to everything you need to know how to put cash back in your pocket, create wealth in real estate, and simplify the complicated. All right, we're back. We are back again. We're back. We've got Mr. Dean Lawton. You got myself, Alex McFadden, here for your adventure today to provide you with your daily dose of real estate and mortgage knowledge. Loving the unreal feedback we've been getting lately. Hey, Dean. Absolutely. It's uh, it's really refreshing and motivates us, uh, to say the least. No doubt. No doubt. It's been really cool lately to see. We've had so many people reach out over the past I'd say one to two months and we could tell the podcast is starting to build steam and it's really thankful to all you listeners out there. So thank you so much if, you're, if you've been listening, subscribing, sharing it with your friends and uh, giving us that five-star review. That's been absolutely massive and it's cool to see that momentum. We've got a lot of educational classes that are going to continue to come out both online and in person. So if you want to find out more, check out us online at thrivemortgage.ca. But let's get into it. Let's get into it today. Uh, again, the reason that we're having this topic today is because it's come up a few times, well, quite a few times in just the last couple of weeks. And it's clear to us that a lot of people are wondering about refinancing, accessing equity, what they can do. And there's just so much confusion as per usual because it's not common education. So let's educate the people about realistically, like why now is such a good time to refinance and who can take advantage of that? So if you're a listener, and you want to take advantage of this, you're not sure if this is you, listen in because this will be really, really impactful to you. Now, a lot of our existing clients have been touched base with over the last little while. Uh, so you probably know that there's opportunities. But again, a lot of people don't know about it. Sorry, Dean, you were going to get right into it, man. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned why now. And it's 
you know, not to date this because all these reasons that we're going to jump into there, I, I truly believe they will always be a good reason. And now will always be a good time for you, whether you're listening to this, you know, today or in three years from now, you know, these, these five reasons that we're going to jump into, they really hit home because we, we see this day in, day out. And so, you know, just jumping into this and really no, you know, order of any reason, uh, renovation to, to upgrade a home, uh, this is coming up now more than ever, but especially, you know, when you look at the market that we're in today, and again, this might not be the market that we, we see in a couple of years from now, but the market today, it's really challenging to find the home that, you know, checks all the boxes and people are realizing that, Hey, I can, I can, you know, add that extra closet in the master bedroom or, you know, the, 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 the bigger kitchen or the, you know, the extra washroom, what have you, you know, all these things can be done through a renovation. Um, you know, albeit it's definitely a different process than going and buying a move in ready home. And there's all sorts of challenges that we can both speak to personally, but rent, you know, accessing equity, especially in a market where you've seen a, a ton of appreciation to accomplish the, you know, the check boxes that you've always wanted. It's a great, it's a great tool and it's a great way to use your equity. Well, listen, you brought up a lot of really good points there and, and things that we hear consistently right now. Okay. So there's a, there is a shortage of inventory in the marketplace. So some people have just said, you know what, let's just stay home. Let's see if we can renovate, build up some value or make it livable for a couple of years. Now, uh, if that's the right opportunity for you, again, like you mentioned, let's put some context to that Dean, like a hundred thousand dollars today on a refinance could be as li it's less than 350 bucks a month. Like what could you do with a hundred grand? A lot of our clients have noticed lately having who have single family detached homes have been taking the time, the energy to add in a basement suite or a rental suite into their homes, actually in preparation to eventually upsize or sell, making it a dual unit suite, which has been awesome. And so that's another way that you can go to do that reno, like you're mentioning, or adding, like in your case, building a, a garage with a, a potential living quarters on top as well. Huge opportunities as always. And even with the cost of construction being so high, fortunately, um, the cost of money is low. So big opportunity right there. Yeah, and in a flip side, in a market where homes aren't selling, homes are staying on the market for 60 plus 90 days, renovating, upgrading your home to you know accomplish a few things that are gonna help sell your home is another reason that we would see you know, somebody looking to renovate. And, and it's almost like that same sort of, you know, you buy, you buy a home, the, the flipper buys a home to add a few, you know, key items and then sell it. Well, same sort of idea. If you're sitting in a home that you've, you're challenged to sell for whatever reason, it's lacking, you know, some key feature. This is a great way to access equity prior to selling. Super cool strategy in a hot market that some of our uh, our, our um, realtors have even uh, helped their clients with, which is to show them how to do an equity takeout to renovate their homes. Sorry, in a not hot market to do an equity takeout to essentially do those quick renos, those $10,000, $15,000, $1,000 renos to sell quickly. Not in that market today, but we could be. So again, that's a huge opportunity. Reducing rates. Okay, so this obviously goes on. Um, number two, I should say, reducing rates. This this is huge. This is a big topic. So we're just going to surface level this, and we're going to talk about this probably as a, an entire podcast. We've done one in the past, but we can go way deeper on this topic. But realistically, all across the board, when the cost of borrowing is 2.5% or less for your conventional mortgages, um, or even with alt lending and private lending being one to two to three percent less than what they were a couple of years ago, everything makes sense to look at reducing your rates. But I know it's not just that factor alone. I mentioned the word consolidation, and we were talking. You talked about. I mean, what, what do people forget about all day long? The credit cards, the personal loans, 
They're unsecured lines. Yeah, I mean, you you know, a lot of people look at those and they see the minimum payment and the minimum payment comes out automatically as it, you know, as it should. I mean, that's another tip in its own right. But having the, you know, a minimum payment come out of their bank account, it almost puts it as that, hey, it's out of sight, out of mind sort of thing. It's not damaging my credit. My payments are being made, but, you know, you're only paying interest and it's a very minimal piece of, of what the actual balance is, right? So it's really nothing, it's making no impact. And that they're not realizing that, you know, a 19% interest rate on a credit card or let's say a seven, 8% interest rate on a line of credit, that adds up so quickly. And to be able to drop those rates and, and consolidate those types of debts into a mortgage, it's, a, it's incredible. When you look at a cost scenario, you know, you, the rate drop report that we do every day, you look at just a 12 month snapshot, even a six month snapshot, it really blows, blows our minds every time we look at these things and just like, holy smokes, like you just saved, you know, X amount of dollars. We're talking like five digits in, in most cases of savings in, in a very, very short period of time, just from a, you know, a really small strategy that, you know, seems small in our eyes, but it just pays dividends in, in so many ways. This blows me away. Like a credit card paying the minimum balance, it takes like a hundred years to pay off. So there's no limitations on that. A lot of people, we see most people, like it's quite frequent, whether it's their fault or not, or whatever happened, life happens, obviously. You can get in debt for whatever reason, but they'll just let that debt sit and pay off minimum balance or a couple hundred bucks here and there as they can. People don't pay any attention to the interest they're paid on there, but they'll shop for 100 hours on a mortgage rate. Like you gotta twist your mindset and your thought on that. It's the mortgage is the strategy uh, obviously all of its interests, but you'll let a credit card sit there forever or an unsecured line or things of that nature. Realistically, like you got to really, really train yourself to think differently because it's those little things that'll nickel and dime you all day long. And you need to look at obviously a getting rid of that debt, but then coming up a strategy to deal with it for future uh, considerations. Yeah, you bring up a good point. It's like a lot of people think, hey, reducing rates, they think we're immediately talking about the mortgage rate and dropping the rate on their mortgage. And you know what, that's actually a great there. This is a great opportunity to look at those opportunities because of the market we're in and whatnot. But you know, just looking at this from again, forever, <laughs> this is the mindset you have to have when looking at all these sorts of uh, products. So yeah, and, 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 and so pushing forward on that point, because we're going to have full topics, full episodes on how to do consolidations effectively really quickly, who can refinance is basically anyone who has at least 20% equity in their current home. So for example, right now, across the board, we're seeing 15, 20, 30, 50% increases in property value in one or two years which means someone who bought their home last year for 500, now it could be worth $700,000. Guess what, even with you bought for 5% down, you probably have enough equity built out that you could pull money out or do some of these other things. So don't be afraid to ask. That's one of the biggest things that I see is people are afraid to ask about how do I do that or how do I take the money out? If you're wondering about this, ask the question. Let's talk about cash flow here because you talked about consolidating that debt, eliminating that debt, eliminating credit cards. When we talk about cash flow, what are we talking about, Dean? Yeah, it's a good point because in, in a lot of what we were just talking about wouldn't maybe, you know, tie in so well to increasing cash flow because that, you know, that consumer may just be making those minimum payments as we were, we were touching on. But if you look at a car loan as an example, I see this all the time. $70,000 big Ford pickup truck costs the client twelve thirteen hundred dollars a month at a 6 7% interest rate. It's, it's actually shocking. When you take that $70,000 of debt, you throw it back into the mortgage at 1.30%. You know, we're seeing, we're seeing that monthly payment come down, 
dramatically. And, you know, the argument always is, well, hey, we now, but now it's over 30 years, amortized over 30 years. Uh, you know, this is going to take me way longer to pay off. Well, yes, I mean, that is your minimum payment threshold. And, and that is true. But to increase the cash flow based at that interest rate doesn't mean you have to pay it off over that amount of time. You can still attack the payment in the same size of a payment that you had previously. And all of that additional money would just go towards the principal. So the amount of savings that you see on interest, I mean, we're, we're literally talking tens of $20,000 on a loan of, of that of that example. Yeah, it's massive. Obviously, that's ma very impactful when it comes to investing, which we're going to talk about here going next. But as an investor, someone who's looking to buy more than one piece of real estate, or just quite simply looking at doing one of the next considerations here, your cash flow is extremely important. And one of the things that you could do here is obviously to take money out and refinance is to buy a second property. Now, when we talk about buying a second property, typically we're taking the equity out of your home. We're using that for the down payment on the next home. And in many circumstances, 100% financing a second property for you, which to this day blows a lot of people away. But it's very possible and we do it all the time. We talk about it on the show all the time, but I think people need to continuously be reminded of that factor, right? 100%. I mean, you mentioned earlier, you know, mortgage is a strategy and increasing cash flow. It, it's it's such a big topic. There's so many areas we can get into. And, and one of the things is that we always look at is can you qualify for the next property or for the bigger property, what, whatever you're looking to do. Qualification is, is so challenging and it becomes more and more challenging with, you know, stress tests and changes and everything that we're dealing with. And finding ways to increase cash flow could just be as easy as resetting your amortization. And you use that term a lot where, hey, you know, you're currently on track to pay your mortgage off in 17 years. Well, that payment is, you know, really hurting you as much as you can pay the mortgage off in 17 years. And, and, and you should if you can. It's really that minimum payment is what's is what's coming up in your credit bureau. And that's what we're debt servicing for. And that is now restricting you from potentially buying the next investment property. So resetting the amortization to bring your minimum payment down over to a 30 year uh, amortized uh or sorry, amortization, that is going to make a huge impact. And that just that small change will allow you to buy that next property. So looking at those types of strategies is just one, you know, small arm of this. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it make hundreds of thousands of dollars difference. And there's no limitation on resetting your amortization. You could do it one time, three times, five times, whatever. On that same vein, pulling out equity, another good reason to refinance is for those people that are looking to buy that vacation home. Now, there, we've got people who talk about a vacation home for an Airbnb. They're doing it for themselves. Um, there's, there's so many different reasons to consider that. But again, um, without having to go too much further, we, we get a lot of people who wait on on buying that vacation or that dream home because they think they need to save up all the funds to do that because the vacation home, well, not only can you qualify for a vacation home commonly, like a typical mortgage, depending on the property type, you can refinance to take that equity out to buy the vacation home just like you would any other property. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, to, you know, a lot of people think they just got to save up this you know, pile of money, but not realizing that, hey, all that money is actually sitting in the equity of your home and, and you not utilizing it for, you know, the purpose of a vacation home or an investment property. It really is just making that portion of your home 
a dead asset because you're not using it. It's just sitting there and it's, it's not being used. And, and if you can put that to work for you, you're just going to see your wealth, you know, triple quadruple over a really short period of time. Yeah. Make your money work for you guys. So again, the reasons to refinance are not the only ones we're talking about here, but these are just the key reasons why refinancing makes sense today. Again, some things you need to know there's again, you could have done it eight to 10 months ago. And then commonly we can find another lender who may reconsider refinancing you again. You could have bought your home last year. You could have bought your home five years ago. Again, it's all about the story. And that's what we do uh, when we're doing a refinance. So we've talked a little bit in previous episodes about the process of getting refinanced. I think we need to go super deep. I'm just coming up with so many different ideas for future episodes here. But you know, one of the big things, again, is how are we building out your story to doing a refinance? What's your situation? So this is, this is probably going to resonate for a lot of our listeners here. And I think it's going to be something that we're going to see more of as time goes on. We're already seeing a lot of our clients refer towards this, which is early renewals and early situations. I'm talking 2022, sometimes into 2023 and, and many others. We've talked about rate drops before with your mortgage, but early renewals. Yeah, it's shocking. A lot of people don't think that they can do an early renewal so that, you know, they'll they'll keep paying, a, a, so in some cases, a very high interest rate waiting until they get to maturity date. Um, where there are a lot of strategies that you can do an early renewal, there are ways to potentially have no penalty, even at an earlier point in your in your trajectory to getting to maturity. There, there are times where you can avoid the penalty. There are times where you can't. And but it still does make sense uh, to move forward due to, you know, potentially a thousands, uh, thousands of dollars of interest savings, right? So early renewals are something that it's one of those things. It's almost like a, it's almost like a myth, um, but it's there and it's something that should be looked at and it may not be, you know, you may not be eligible for it, but you, sh you must investigate it. And, and it's something that could really, uh, you know, really save you a lot of money. I feel like there's two types of people when it comes to their mortgages, those that are paying attention to it all the time because we're calling them or they're on top of it. They're 12 months, 14 months, 18 months, two years early. And then there's uh, most people which obviously have crazy lives, so much going on, and they don't really think about it until it's a month before uh, renewal time. And they're like, oh my God, they get squeezed out. One of the biggest mistakes we commonly see is people waiting until the last minute for their bank to help out. Again, that's what we you know help our clients with, which is making phone calls on an annual basis to make sure they're on top of it. But don't wait till the last minute. Dean, I just did a refinance for one of our clients a few weeks ago, just closed. Uh, we started the process 12 months out. Uh, within the nine month period, their prepayment penalty got knocked down to three months worth of interest, even on a fixed rate mortgage. And it made sense to obviously refinance you know, within that nine months early, not only to lock in their new mortgage rate, but also to pay off that nine months worth of interest they would have paid. It's crazy that in just nine months they saved money. Plus they got started with a lower payment straight away. So, you know, if you're 12 months out, you know, 14 months out, anytime realistically you can have a conversation. But typically if, we, if you're within 12 months, you need to be talking to us about that, especially in this type of interest rate environment. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And again, you, you mentioned something about a story and, you know, all of these items that we talked about today could be something that makes sense to do at maturity. You know, a lot of people think, hey, like I do want to pull out equity, but I don't need it now. I'll, I'll wait till maturity. Well, we'll put the plan together because when you pull out equity, especially a large number, if somebody's got $250,000, $300,000 of equity that they could access and they're waiting to maturity to pull it out, but they don't actually have a plan for it yet. That's not always going to work work so well because the lender is going to want to know, well, why do you need this money? What are you using this equity for? So, so it's having that conversation 12 months prior will allow you to start putting the puzzle pieces together and building a plan. So when you get there and when you actually do need the equity, 
you got a good reason for it you, you, and you're ready to go and and there and and that money if you actually do pull it out isn't just going to be sitting in your account and you know that you're paying interest for you actually have a plan to deploy it yeah and if any of this sounds like you if you're looking to do a renovation or do some construction if you're looking to reduce the rate on your your credit cards your lines of credit put it all together into a payment save hundreds of dollars any or every month buy your investment property with your existing home, renew your mortgage early or anything else, you know where you got to get started, reach out to the team here at thrivemortgage.ca. We can set up a consultation, 15 minutes. We'll figure out if it makes sense. If it does, we'll get you on your way to saving some cash and making sure to take advantage of this interest rate environment. Gene, that was a short, tight, sweet episode today. I, uh, I hope you guys out there in listener land like it. Send us any feedback to our channels on Instagram at thrivemortgage.ca. Uh, sorry, at Thrive Mortgage Co. <laughs> and or at the YVR Remo Show. We'd love to hear from you. Again, leave that five-star review if you're loving this. We'll see you all next time. Chat soon.